The scripture today comes from Philippians chapter 3, verses 1 to 11. Finally, my brothers, rejoice in the Lord. To write the same things to you is no trouble to me, and is safe for you. Look out for the dogs. Look out for the evildoers. Look out for those who mutilate the flesh. For we are the circumcision who worship by the Spirit of God and glory in Christ Jesus and put no confidence in the flesh, though I myself have reason for confidence in the flesh also. If anyone else thinks he has reason for confidence in the flesh, I have more. Circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, as to the law of Pharisee, as to zeal, a persecutor of the church, as to righteousness under the law, blameless. But whatever gain I have, I count as loss for the sake of Christ. Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. For his sake, I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and may share his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, that by any means possible I may attain the resurrection from the dead. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Are you happy? Everyone wants to be happy. Anyone who does not want to be happy? I don't think so. Life journey is pursuit of happiness. The question is, what makes us happy? What makes us rejoice? We've been journeying together with this sermon series, Joy Unchained. So Apostle Paul constantly talking about rejoice, rejoice, rejoice. Have you convicted the reason for your joy, your happiness yet? Because we are living in the world, but not of the world. We will not live in this world forever. The question is, what in the Lord make us happy? Being Christian, serving ministry in church, what makes us Christian happy? And what can be, what can we be confident in the Lord? So let's find out. 
Apostle Paul warns Christians three things to look out before rejoice in the Lord. Or to rejoice in the Lord. But they point out, they all point out one thing. The confidence of man. Confidence of this world. First, the dogs. I know many of you lover of dogs. But being no friend. What dogs? Jewish people called the Gentile dogs. Because the Gentile, of course, they do not keep the law of Moses. In other words, the Gentile, they do not care for the desires of God, the justice and righteousness of God. But they care, the Gentiles only care for their own desires. So they call them the dogs. But in here, in this context, Apostle Paul calls the Jewish Christians the dogs. Because they, in the early church, in the first century, in the early church, the Jewish Christians were predominant. And they imposed a Gentile Christian to keep the law. You should keep the law. You should be circumcised and you should keep the law of Moses. To be saved, to be Christian. Can you imagine that? So Paul, Apostle Paul called them the dogs. Second, Paul said, look out the evil doors. It's the same thing. The evil doer means for Paul, they're the one who do not trust grace of God. But they trust their pedigree. Israelite. Their race. And their circumcision. And the law. They trust that more than grace of God. And third, Apostle Paul said, look out for those who mutilate the flesh. Of course, it means circumcision. So they claim, the Jewish Christian in the early church, claim that circumcision is absolute requirement for salvation even with Christ but Apostle Paul said in book of Romans circumcision is for Christian circumcision is a matter of the heart by the spirit not by the letter not by the certification by the rabbi or high priest. It's a matter of heart and spirit. So the circumcision is format. But live out the action 
actual life according to their circumcision is the content Is your baptism, do you believe if he, is your baptism is enough for your salvation? Let me make it easier. Is your wedding ceremony keeps your marriage happily forever? How lavish, wonderful wedding ceremony you have. That doesn't guarantee your marriage life will be wonderful, happily ever after, right? So when format and content discord, it is not true. It, is, it doesn't make sense. It, doesn't, it means nothing, right? Same as my faith, myself a DJ, and my life do not accord in the Lord, then I'm lying. My Christianity is lie, right? So Apostle Paul said, for we are the circumcision. Even they are not circumcised. But we are the circumcision who worship by the Spirit of God and glory in Christ Jesus and put no confidence in the flesh, the format. Remember, Jesus lived out the truth. His faith in God, he lived out truth. And it became his authority, his power. But the Pharisees took their authority as a truth. So Jesus called them the hypocrite and whitewashed tomb. Authority in Greek, exousia, means out of the essence, the contents. So authority comes from the essence. If we have format, but there's no content, means not, it's not authority. We don't have power. Without power, we cannot sustain in this world as a Christian. The essence is the image of God in us. That eternal life, the image of God, Jesus restored by his death and resurrection. So Jesus put no confidence in his flesh. He never pursued the confidence of the world, right? He was from the poor village, Nazareth. He was a poor person. He was carpenter, but it is more of a working in a, a building. 
he was poor. He was homeless. Right? He had no family. But Apostle Paul had many reasons of confidence in his flesh, his pedigree. And he was even Roman citizen by birth. He was a Jew, but he was a Roman citizen. And he had an excellent education. His life was guaranteed success. And he lived out his faith. Not only faith, but he action. He did action. Sacrificed. But he considered all of them rubbish. Right? Because they're the confidence of the world. The confidence of the mankind. And he despised his, his confidence of the world because they are from the ignorance of Christ Jesus. So Christian journey is all about denying ourselves, our, my pride, my achievement, my trophies. Whatever we brag about, we have to deny it. And humble before everyone. Then there's a joy. We can rejoice in the Lord. And Apostle Paul says, how we can achieve the confidence in the Lord. First, we must gain Christ. Gain Christ. How can you gain Christ? He's in heaven. How can we gain Christ? By being found in him. So people see me, DJ, I see Christ. I can see Christ because of DJ. Do you see D do you see Christ in DJ? We have to strive. We have to we have to do it. Being found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through the faith in Christ. Many Christians believe they know God, they have Christ, but they don't. We cannot comprehend God. We cannot know God with our, con with our condition. And we cannot believe in Christ. How much He loves us, how He died for us, we cannot believe. That how we're, we're, we're not. We can't. But we can believe God who trusts us, 
who owns us and who believe in us. We believe that. Like I said, God is the main agent of our life, not you and me. So this is the reason of confidence. And God reckons our belief in God as our righteousness. Amen. That's what we believe. God trusts you. No matter what, God trusts me, you, whatever. That's what we believe. Because unless God implants the yearning of God, the desire of God in us through Jesus Christ, we will not seek God. We will not looking for God. We will not thinking about God. We will not thinking about the eternity, life in eternity. See, everybody in the world, maybe they deny, but everybody in the world, they have a desire for infinite life, right? Somehow. We're finite being, but everybody looking for desire for the immortal, being immortal, because God implanted that immortality in people's heart. Just they don't know who is true God. Second, we know we must know Christ and the power of resurrection. Apostle Paul said, I may know him and the power of his resurrection. What does that mean? Knowing Christ. I just told you, we cannot know Christ. We cannot know God. But this is what we pursue. Knowing Christ. This is what we pursue. Not the happiness itself, but knowing Christ to rejoice. But many people in the world, they pursue the happiness first. If they don't have happiness, and they don't care for God, they deny God. There's no God. If I'm not happy, then there's no God. Then, they just pursue their happiness just by themselves. By pursue after the pleasure and happiness. What they do is treating others as just means or tools for their happiness. People would abuse others. People exploit others. People even kill others because the happiness is always in the competition. And we don't care what other people suffer or hungry, whatever. So knowing Christ means tuning 
consider yourself as a guitar. If you've been playing guitar, if time goes by and it goes out of tune. So always you have to tune your guitar. And we tune our heart with the heart of God. And we catching my breath with the breath of God and keeping my rhythm of my life with the rhythm of God. It means we care what God cares. We gaze what God gaze. Go where God would go and do what God would do. And what is knowing the power of resurrection? Just believe. We celebrate Easter. Is that we knowing the power of resurrection? No. Means as Jesus resurrected, stand up. When the power, the gravity of sin always tried to pull us down to lay down. We just raised up. No matter what we're going through. No matter what calamity, whatever hardship, whatever tragedy happened to us. Because the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Amen. So like Paul, he's in prison. But he exhorts the people in Philippi who was free actually living good life thousands of miles away Paul in suffering in chains he demand them to rejoice he's in rejoice unknown to the world right how can you do that when you are going through chemotherapy when you lost your loved one, you are in sorrow and you are grief, you are in chronic disease and you know, all this pain, how can you encourage other people to let's rejoice? Be joyful, be happy. How can you do that? Unless you are in the Lord, unless you know the power of resurrection, how can we do that? Then only happy people, healthy people, rich people, there they can evangelize people, share the gospel to the people because I'm doing well, I'm very successful. No. Look at the Bible. Can you find any successful person there? Rich person there? Not a lot. Right? That's why. That's knowing the power of the resurrection. When the whole world is pursued after temporary hope and pleasure, we pursue after this eternal glory, the God's fundamental hope in us. So this is the reason for our unwavering faith and unchained joy. So even we can share suffering of Jesus Christ and conform to his life willingly. 
because we know the joy because we are happy in the Lord so friends once again our salvation your salvation our eternal life is not the futuristic hope or event it is present practical and realistic event here and now we have to live out the new life Jesus gave us now waiting for good day comes happy day comes so share his suffering I told you once again you are learning a lot of Greek in this church koinonia once again share yes share share with the people whatever they need right it's sharing the fellowship which is working together carry the burden together not only the good time but even bad time you know in my experience of ministry I always don't get me wrong but I love funeral than wedding because I believe I can preach the gospel to the people in the funeral more than the people in the wedding you know what I'm saying they're not listening in the wedding they don't listen to gospel they're just busy they're just happy that happy moment doesn't there's no any gap the gospel penetrate but in the funeral that's why I really you know ask you if you live out your Christianity as you know in your, on your funeral day there will be a lot of people here I've done some funeral just a family he was or she was a faithful devoted Christian but no one came but then I don't have opportunity to preach to, to the people can you believe that my first church in Philadelphia he was he was a great Christian he was very silent very not, not many words but he was a great Christian I know 500 people came 500 my church attendance usually 50 people on Sunday but I have a 500 people on my first appointment I thank them of course none of them come back on you know Sunday after to our church I mean there he was Italian so he, probably they belong to Catholic Church I don't blame them but you know what I'm saying your life is a ministry your life itself is discipleship when you live by Christ then will people come and then I have a great chance to preach the gospel who knows your cousin your niece your co-worker who does not know Christ and because of on your because of you your funeral they get to hear the gospel maybe they change their heart
So we must share the Christ, suffering of Christ. But if we don't know the heart of Christ, we cannot. So church and Christian without koinonia, without sharing the burden of others, they are, the, they are like the builder who built their house, his house on sand. You know the parable of Jesus Christ. Many people build, many Christians building their house, their temple on the sand. So when the storm visits the person's life, his house or her house will fall with great crash. But if we have a fellowship, if we have this sharing of the burden of others, suffering together, then we're building house on the rock. Amen. And the final hope. This is the final hope. Paul, Apostle Paul. Attaining the resurrection from the dead. We consider who do not know Christ, they're dead. We were dead before we knowing Christ. We were dead as well. Now the people do not know Christ. They're dead. So this is all the Christian journey. Christian journey is all about attaining the resurrection from the dead. Once again, attaining the resurrection. It is living in the world, but not as of the world. So it is a faith, even I fail. But Jesus wins. Jesus won already. Even I die, even I suffer, I'm sick. But Christ lives. So, I can praise Christ. I can praise the Lord in my suffering. It is a theologian called oceanic feeling. Where our life journey is like, we like, well, I'm just a little stream, little creek. Like a Kokaliko Creek. But eventually we know these creeks go all the way to the ocean, river and ocean, right? But people, well, nobody knows me, nobody cares for me because I'm a little stream or little creek, no one knows. But we have this faith that one day we will join the ocean, our God. So we're living with the oceanic feeling today. If we don't have that feeling today, and you never get that, because your eternity and my eternity already started when Jesus was resurrected. Our eternal life was resurrected. I mean, already started already. Not the point of your death and then after your funeral, I do. And your eternal life start there in uh, heaven where no tears and no, no, no pain. 
No, no, no. Right now. Right now. So dear saints of my brother, are you happy? Are we happy? Or are you struggling? Are you in pain? Are you in fear? Yes, we are. We are struggling. We are suffering all the days of our life. That's our nature. That's our condition. That's our faith. But Jesus Christ changed our faith, eternal faith. And we are surrounded, but we are surrounded by this, the dead people. The people not knowing Christ. People in darkness, living without truth. So the world, the people in the world constantly deny the love of God. And our salvation through Jesus Christ. Because they only see you and me. The format. But if we're just format and without content. Yes, they are right. I'm just format. I'm just hypocrite. Then there's no power. And there's no conviction. There's no assurance of salvation. If you just have a format. And they know that we are just format. We're just lying to them. They will take everything from us. They will discourage us and ridicule us. Churches today is like that. The world considers church like that. Right? Maybe we, we, don't, we don't feel that much. Maybe in Europe, right? Church is like that. Wherever you go in Europe, church is usually a club or you know, bar or restaurant. Yeah. Why? Because they had a format, but there's no content of church. So, whatever the world speaks to us, judge us, as long as we do not agree with them, as long as we discord with them, we're fine, right? But if we do not have content, if we, don't, if, if we do not live out Christ in my life, then they are right. So let us rejoice in the Lord with accord of format and content. DJ and his life, you and your life together accord. And we rejoice in the Lord because we know how this life will end because we are already changed. We'll unite with God, becoming part of God. As soon as we are released from, depart from this body, flesh, we'll be free and we'll join the eternal glory of God. So don't be broken. Don't be discouraged or be waved the window. But believe in God 
and Jesus Christ. Who believe you? God will never change. God will never doubt about your faith. Amen. That's what we believe. We don't believe ourselves. Amen.